Hey guys, I'm Raul Coley and I am Arthur Vader, a weird terrier apparently. My name is Ayanna White, I'm a writer for iZombie. Hi, I'm Molly Hagan, I play Liv's mom on iZombie. And you're listening to the iZombie podcast. Is that really how you're going to sit? Can't you sit up? Sit up? Sit up? You're listening to a season one episode of the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph. We're a fan podcast dedicated to the hit CW show, iZombie. The season one episodes begin and end abruptly, so we hope you'll forgive us. This week, we talk about episode seven, Maternity Live, with special guest, Molly Hagen. Welcome to the iZombie podcast, Molly Hagen. Hi. So, uh, wow, it's great to have you on the show. Um, as we did kind of with uh, Raul last week, um, we'll probably ask you some questions kind of unrelated to Eyes Zombie. Although I won't be asking you about the Batman versus Superman trailer or the Star Wars trailer <laughs> unless you want to uh, you, you give your impressions. It's <laughs> oh, so funny. He really, I mean, he, he's the target audience for the show. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, I'm not a gamer. I'm not, I love all that stuff and I'm a big fan of sci fi, but I'm more like the old Star Trek and I'm the, you know, <laughs> it's so, yeah. it's a little different than, well, sorry. I, I know. <laughs> I was looking at your, I was looking at your IMDb profile, of course, going through like just the multitude of things you've been in and I'm doing a Star Trek rewatch and I haven't gotten to Deep Space Nine yet, but, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're, you're in that. Uh, I am. I, I'm one down. of the first of a, a type of creature. Yes. the first Vorta. Vorta. Okay. Yeah. See, I never watched Deep Space Nine, so I'm just a terrible, why did I even bring that well, up? Well, because just, I, I, I'm a fan of the original Star Trek, so I mm-hmm, didn't mm-hmm. really watch it either. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped at Next Generation. But uh, I, I do plan on boldly going through everything. Well, there's some really wonderful actors in it, and there's some really yeah. funny stuff in Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Armin Shimmerman th- is pretty damn funny. He was um, the Ferengi. Yes, uh, Quark, I believe. That's right. On, uh, you must Next have watched Generation. some of it. I, I watched Next Generation. Oh, right. And, he was, yeah. and I think he crossed over. Yeah, he did. He did. I'm just trying to clear the cobwebs away. Uh, but 1985... I have to ask about <laughs> you're gonna be like, oh, I remember this like it was yesterday. Um, Code of Silence. You worked with oh Chuck God. Norris. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw the, uh, a scene on YouTube where you were getting rescued by him, and he was beating the tar out of somebody. Yes, he was good at that. He was very good at beating the tar out of people. He was fast. He's really fast. I mean, he's the real guy. I mean, he's the real, and mm-hmm. he was real. You know, wow. I mean, he could fight. I mean, he didn't hurt anyone on the set, he, uh, but I, I'm I'm just no. saying, you know, he was uh, he was real before. You felt okay. safe around him. Um, y- yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I swear that wasn't a loaded question. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was. Yes, he's. You one would feel very safe with him. Yeah. Um, my next thing I have to ask you about is the movie I prefer to Pretty in Pink, which is some kind of wonderful, yeah. where you play Leah Thompson's best friend, Shane. Yeah, what a horrible best friend, right? <laughs> I never thought about it. Like, I'm a really horrible best friend. Uh, Was I her you, best friend? Well, that's horrible. Well, you were close to being her best friend, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
I think that movie's wonderful. I think I think the performances are wonderful. I that that you know the drummer girl is just one of the greatest roles ever, and just. Mm-hmm. Anyone who was ever tomboy was just you watch that role and you're like yeah yeah or the underdog yeah. and or or yeah, just I think it's I think one of the reasons it's because of that character that I think it speaks to mm-hmm. so many people well and also you know all the, the cool people and the rich people as opposed to the people that live on the other side of the tracks and you know, right that whole thing. <laughs> See, my thing with it was basically, you know, when I watched Pretty in Pink, I want Ducky to be with uh, Molly Ringwald at the right. end. And in this movie, the Ducky of the movie gets to be with the Molly Ringwald of the exactly. movie. Exactly. I, I mean, Eric Stoltz is a redhead too, right? So. That's right. It's, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I just love that movie. Oh, um, that's great. I do too. Uh, another, John Hughes. I mean... <laughs> You actually got to work with uh, Ferris Bueller a few years later. Even. Oh, God. He's so fantastic. <gasps> oh, God. Matthew is so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good. And and Reese Witherspoon, of course. Uh, you know, I never got to work with Reese. Oh, that's true. You weren't I, wasn't, even, I never yeah. saw her. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I got to work with Matthew Broderick, and he was, he was, it was a blast. A blast. Mm-hmm. And so funny. And so darkly funny. Like, really... <laughs> Richly, darkly funny. Like I thought he would be light and funny. He's he's mm-hmm. dark. He's still. I mean, really funny, funny. I mean, he. I, I was completely surprised mm-hmm. that he was um, the way. Yeah, this was kind of more of his. Like it's one of his first. Like you know, playing the adult roles. You know, was it after after being yeah. uh, you know in teen movies? Oh, and he's so good in it. So good. Maybe not. It was like ten years later, I suppose. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he, yeah, yeah he's so good in it. He's just. I think completely underrated and overlooked and great. Yeah. Um, were you ever kind of starstruck by being on one of those uh, those sets at all? Do you ever find yourself starstruck? I'm always starstruck. In <laughs> fact, sometimes it's really it's a problem and I have to overcome it. Like I worked with, um, yeah. <laughs> I worked with uh, Shatner once, and I I I couldn't. I really had a hard time. I really had a hard time, and I had to tell him. I, I you know, because it was going to be like a month or not a month, but it was like a couple yeah. weeks or three weeks or something. And um, and I I I, was, I couldn't remember my lines. I couldn't because I I was freaking out. I was you know with Captain Kirk, and so yeah. uh, I I finally said you know I'm I'm really having a hard time, and I'm really sorry because I know you hate this, but I'm a huge fan, <laughs> and uh, you know, and and it really cleared the air for me to treat him like a normal human being and, and he was super nice to me I and mean, it wasn't him it was all me yeah uh, he's always watching the cw shows now and tweeting about them I, I really hoped he'd jump on the i zombie bandwagon and start tweeting about yeah he's always watching arrow and the flash oh, that's so funny he's, he's, he's a big twitter guy and, and it's funny that he's like a big twitter guy and he's just kind of live tweeting arrow <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, somebody tells Shatner to start watching Eyes Yeah, exactly. Because, oh, well, yeah. he would like live, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you weren't you weren't at all like did, you didn't say uh, hmm, is there is there a scene here where maybe your shirt's going to get ripped like in the old the original he series? Was really, uh, he also is <laughs> as you as it's as it his career kept going. You got to see how funny he was and how good. Yeah. He, so there it was it was a Columbo and he um it, it was oh. the the second time Columbo came around and mm-hmm. um and there was a scene at the end where I I'm like his stepdaughter or something and I'm leaving in in a car and it's supposed to be a dramatic scene and he it, it was really funny he jumped on the hood like tj hooker 
<laughs> jumped on the hood as we rolled away and grabbed onto it and went, no, just like TJ Hooker. We all lost it completely. I mean, I, I was like, oh, this guy's fantastic. I mean, that's funny. <laughs> so he's, uh, so he did do a little of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I did bring up the starstruck thing really just to lead into uh, my three-year-old's favorite, one of my, my three-year-old's favorite movies, which is uh, 2002's Air Bud 7th <laughs> where you play Coach Crenshaw. <laughs> and this is the movie Air Bud, known, known as a basketball player, decides to take up another sport, yes. which is baseball. Hey, he, I think there were the a bunch of them. I think he, yeah. he was a soccer player. I mean, he, anything oh, yeah. with a ball, he ended up doing. But the first and, one, and then was, his children are yeah. in a f- franchise of their own. It's amazing. Exactly. There were <laughs> like the first Air Bud. I think it was one dog. By the time yeah. it got to seventh inning fetch, <laughs> that's what it was called. Um, that's it, right. Yeah. It was, uh, I think there were like seven dogs doing. You know, one dog batted the other dog. Maybe I shouldn't be saying this. Oh, whatever. It's like oh, ten years ago. <laughs> um, there were a lot of different dogs that did it, and they're. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, they all knew what they were doing given their specific task. Uh, they were all very talented in there when, like, one could sort of throw, one one could mm-hmm. catch, one. Yeah, there were a lot, lot of, uh, what are they called? What are those dogs called? Labradors. Golden Retrievers? Golden Retrievers. Golden Retrievers, oh. yeah. Golden Retrievers. And they were big and they were uh, very. I think one of his uh, his roles, his movies was Airbud Golden Receiver. That might be. <laughs> <gasps> I think you're right. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And so he was a football player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, did you have to. Uh, we were talking a little bit about this before. You had to get over a, a fear of dogs? Yeah. I, I role, didn't. Or? I never had a dog before. And these got, dogs were big and they were, you know, full of. You know, they were trained well, but they also were full of life. And I think I, I mm-hmm. think I had some interaction. I was like, ah, and I like ran away from the dog. <laughs> and of course, I'm running away. So the dog chases you because it's playing. But yeah, I, I, I was like, I was a little terrified. Now I love dogs and I've had a dog and I have had a bit, I've had a big dog. And, um, you know. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Or her name? Well, his name was Wolf. Yeah, I had to put him down over Christmas. It was very sad. Oh, I'm sorry. But he was, he was 15 years old and he was a chow oh. shepherd mix and he was a great guy. He was a great dog. See, my house is overrun. I mean, we have two cats Aww. and it's like, I'm, no, I'm just waiting them out. I really want a dog, <laughs> but I can't get one until, <laughs> you know. Do, uh, cats live a very long time. Oh, they do. Unless you live in the country. <laughs> they hate me. They hate Aww, me. Oh, they don't they don't understand you. That's <laughs> true. You I should me. I should open up to yes, them. Yes, you do, you should. I love cats. I grew up with cats. Um, yeah. Aww. Um I have to ask about um Herman's head, which by the way, that was probably one of the big things I flipped out about. Looking at your IMDB profile and realizing, oh my gosh, not only uh do I get to talk to Molly Hagen, uh but she was Angel in <laughs> Herman's head. You were the voice of sensitivity. It was. It was. I was sensitive. Yeah. I was. Uh, I was sensitivity. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yep. And I'm still in touch with uh, some of the cast from that because we because um, we're all. Did you do a you did a parody video right recently? Yeah, or... with oh, like a couple years ago for the election, mm-hmm. and uh, that yeah. was with Kenny and uh, Peter Kenny Campbell and mm-hmm. Peter McKenzie, and uh, which I thought was pretty funny. And uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Like the way Roel talks about how he his you know the the cast is really tight. I felt I mm-hmm. felt that way in the first couple of years of Herman's Head that there that there was a certainly a, a 
camaraderie and we, we we played together a lot. We would go out a lot mm-hmm. after shows, and and it was a real bonding thing. And it, it's there's nothing like it. It's your family. It feels great. So you never felt like you know the people inside the head were on a different show, and then. <laughs> You know, Herman and his office. Well, no, we did feel uh, like we were on a different show, but we liked each other. Um, but <laughs> but the the head did hang out a lot. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> wow, you just oh, you are a very busy woman. Mm-hmm. I'm a what? You're a very busy woman. You're you oh. work a lot. I it's amazing. Wish my bank account showed that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I. I've had a pretty good year. I've had a good year. And uh, iZombie was part of that good year, for sure. Yeah. So much fun. Um, yeah, I, I see uh, you were on a castle. You were on a stalker. Now, I don't watch stalker, but I heard you play a, like a psycho killer. So I'm going to need to track that up. <laughs> it's only fun if you get to kill. Yeah. <laughs> Did you kill people on Castle, or is that a spoiler? Uh, yeah, that's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Rectify. Have you ever seen that show? That is oh, a real it. It. Oh, my it God. Well, a fantastic show. Isn't that fantastic? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It is in my queue. I oh, he, yeah. that lead. Uh, first of all, all the writing is fantastic. The directing is fantastic. But that cast, holy Mary Mother. I mean, they are so good. And he's fantastic. You you just you don't know where he's going. You don't know what he's going to do in each scene. You have no idea. And yeah. and it's I think I think it's a, a genius show. Yeah, it's a heavy, heavy, heavy it drama. Is, it is heavy, heavy, and uh, it should start. It should premiere soon, right? The third season. Yeah, I think it's a summer show. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the third season uh, a lot. I'm gonna need to catch up. And it's one of those shows that what they do six, maybe ten, but not many. They yeah, do it's a, a limited so it's episode. Easy to catch up on. Yeah, it will be mm-hmm. easy in some respects, hard in hard another because it will affect you. Yeah. Um, speaking of really heavy dramas. Um, you know, I'm just lining a joke up. Right? Uh, <laughs> I, I sense that. You, you were uh, stuck in an elevator with Alf once oh, well, uh, it was so <laughs> during fun. Christmas. That was so I, – I told this to Ken. We were talking about Ken Reed. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Paul – you never saw Paul who operated and, and was Alf. I never saw him in the whole – episode i only saw alf mm-hmm. and he was below the stage operating alf so you only could relate to alf and i remember having conversations with alf just getting <laughs> livid with him because he was so awful he would say <laughs> awful things about people and it was mean and, and i'm arguing with this puppet and I, and because there was no sense that he was not real there was no <laughs> sense that he was not real it was it was crazy so Paul was uh, more of like a method. Like yeah, once he's on set, he's immediately else. Yeah, he was immediate. I ne- I don't think I ever met him. <laughs> wow, I, my memory is I don't. Re- I I that I didn't. <laughs> well, the clips are on YouTube, and I was up, up late uh, watching some of that. That was yeah. Wow, oh, yeah. you were you were you were giving birth. Speaking of uh, maternity, <laughs> That's uh, this right. episode, <laughs> <laughs> and Alf was your doctor. Well. He was pretending to be a doctor. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know I was probably 11 at the time yelling at the TV set like uh, I thought Alf was real as well. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really funny. Very funny, man. Um, the last couple of roles are kind of related to our podcast. Um, 
you had a role on, in both Petals on the Wind and Masters of Sex, neither of which I've seen, but I know they're, um, they are productions that uh, Rose McIver has been involved with. Are, did you ever have any scenes with her before iZombie? No. Uh, and Petals, no. Rose was wonderful, but it's a... Mm-hmm. It's an interesting um, thing. Um, it, it's. I saw Flowers in the Attic as an older movie, and that disturbed me. So I never saw yeah, the updates. It's, <laughs> it's, it's wow. And um, mm. but Masters of Sex, she was so wonderful. I mean, she was wonderful in Petals, but I mean, Masters of Sex, it, she was so wonderful mm. in that. And no, I never got to see her. I was only in one episode. Okay. Um, so I guess that kind of brings us to. I zombie. So you ended up. Uh, I think uh, the the report said that you ended up replacing Nora Dunn as uh, the mom. So what was it like coming to the set? Did did you have to like? Uh, did they have a pilot already filmed, or were you there from kind of the beginning? They uh, they had the pilot already filmed. So when I got there, they reshot those scenes. Mm-hmm. And um, and also Allie was was new. Also, they recast that character too. So Allie came in and. Am I saying her name right? My God, am I messing up? Allie, Allie McChaka. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she, so she came in. So we had to reshoot Allie scenes and uh, or live or whoever my character's name is, the mother and her best friend. We had to shoot all the mother and best friend scenes. Mm-hmm. So how is it playing the mother to the recently undead? Well, um, you know, it's 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 really sad. I mean, because she. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you don't get into the, you know, the mindset of the mother, but I'm like, this is a completely different person than I knew. And being hard on her didn't do anything. So I'm backing off of being hard on her, hoping that if I'm not as hard on her, maybe she'll come around. And and she does come around. She's she's not where she was in the first episode at all. I mean, she's got purpose. Mm -hmm. She's got purpose. I mean, the only thing different is she doesn't have the ideal job that her mother would want. And she's, of course, not with... um, Major. Yeah, I, I really started to think about your role today, and I was thinking, like, you know, imagine if you were just like a mother whose whose daughter um, was on the path to just a perfect life, the one you've always imagined her of having, and then she's involved in this horrific boat massacre, goes, just drops everything, dyes her hair white, quote unquote, dyes, yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, um, just drops everything. I mean, horrible PTSD. Horrible PTSD. Um, and uh, I mean, then goes to work for the coroner. I mean, oh my yeah. God, live. <laughs> I mean, how seriously are you allowed to kind of take this? I mean, this is a, a you know, a comedy drama. Well, so. you don't, you, well, yeah, right. <laughs> but <laughs> I got to tell you, there's moments, um, that Liv, Liv definitely has when she, when she's with Major and like looking at that baby and there's there are things that are really kind of I believe kind of gut wrenching you know yeah uh, there's a there's a scene in this episode where you know she's showing up she's looking at the baby and you think oh she's she's finally coming around to see me yeah <laughs> she's she like spend uh, some time with uh, me uh, yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> but that she's interested in I mean she looks like she's interested in life. I mean, she's looking at a baby. I mean, she's looking at the baby. She's interested in that. And and that gives me hope. Mm-hmm. But that's, and, I mean, but then, that. you know, my mind goes to, she will never be able, if, 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 if Raul can't um, find a cure, which obviously my character doesn't know anything about any of that, mm-hmm. she'll never be able to have children. Right. I mean, even if this thing works out with um, um, Lowell, you, you can't have, they have no life force. They can't have babies. 
I don't know. <laughs> Other things seem to be working. I would think. Yeah, but he's got to be shooting blood. I mean, it, it's it, they have no life force. They are they're barely functioning. They they cannot. They could not produce. I I submit to you <laughs> that zombies cannot produce. Yeah, produce. I I take Lowell as a temporary companion. And where Major is her, you know, soulmate, she's going to get back together with Major eventually, hopefully. Yeah, we're kind of hard rooting for Major, even though, you know, he seems to be the distant goal. He seems to be the goal. Yeah. Right. But Lowell yeah. is hot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he so, is is ma- so is Major. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Lowell is Mr. Right now. Mm-hmm. And Major is Mr. Right. right. Mr. Just Mr. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Right. <laughs> um. So is there anything, um, you know, I don't want to go deep on you and go as deep as you want, um, <laughs> but is there anything from, you know, your own relationship with your mother in, in crafting this character of Eva? Like, is that, or is that just kind of all in the script? You just kind of follow the script? Along? I think every mother I ever play is, is my mom. Um, especially mm-hmm. this one. My mom had a way of still loving me, but being incredibly judgmental. <laughs> Uh, I mean, when she found out I wanted to be an actress, she was like, oh, Molly, actors are so dull. And I, 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 so she had anything I did, she was, she had this incredibly judgmental side. And I think that's, you know, Eva for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's, she can't help but judge what her children are doing because she wants them to be on the right track. So whether it's looking at them askance or judgmental or whatever, those are all, tools in her tool belt to get them to do the right thing <laughs> i think my mom used judgment for that yeah and it's funny because uh you know here in this episode eva is trying to convince evan by the way the whole naming scheme it's like eva and then evan and then live there's lots of v's clive, clive yeah. ravi yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Um, it seems that, uh, you know, she's trying to get, uh, Evan to live up to the standard that, uh, Liv is decided to drop altogether. So I'm sure she's in a rough place. Do you think Eva's divorced? We never hear anything about a dad. Yeah, we know we don't. And I don't know if we ever will. I'm assuming I killed him. No, um, I'm assuming, (laughs) I'm assuming we're divorced. I mean, I don't know who could live with me. Hmm. I I mean, I'm. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I and I don't think the um, comic book got into it at all either. No, actually, they were together. What? The yeah, I believe uh, I had a husband. What? Yeah, well, Gwen, Gwen's mom and dad. They the, the when they were drawn, they were drawn to look like um, uh, Chris Robertson, the uh, author, <laughs> and his wife Allison. I hope I'm getting your name right. If you're listening. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's a frame where they come to town, you know, looking for uh, Gwen. Oh, but, wow. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well, they, they changed were, it. But they weren't much of a story, much much part of the story at all. Like, I think they showed up towards the end of the comic and that was about oh, it. Oh, so. I see. Well, then lucky me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lucked out completely. Thank you, mm-hmm. Rob and Diane. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I mean, how is it to work on, on this show as, like, a recurring character? I mean, uh, Allie does the same thing, uh, um, so does Nick. Well, Allie's everyone's age. I mean, you know, I don't want to yeah. sound like I'm ancient, but I'm not anyone's <laughs> age. And I come in for, like, a day, and then they I, – I, what's really nice is they bring me in. Like, even if I have a few scenes and they're not all scheduled in one day, I come in, I shoot, and then the, I can go back home 
Mm-hmm. And then come at the end of the episode to shoot the next scene, which is very nice for them to do. Um, mm-hmm. And now I'm noticing because I'm watching, I'm like, wow, I'm puffy. Maybe we they shouldn't just fly me in. <laughs> Maybe they should give me the day to like, you know, my face to relax and recover. Um <laughs> And, you know, stop the bloating. But uh, so I... I You're way too hard on yourself. Well, you look lovely. Yes, nice. Yes, but, you look um, right. That's very kind. Um, but um, so I don't... I haven't hung out with anybody. I mean, mm. I, everyone's really nice on the set. But, uh, you know, I, I, when I'm done, I go home and I pass out. And I and if I was there, I, I would hope they would have a meal with me. But um, but, but I'm I'm not <laughs> I'm only I'm lonely. Um, but I'm not uh, I'm not there long enough to to really bond with anybody. And also, they all live up there. I mean, they have mm-hmm. apartments, and I'm in a hotel. Right. Yeah. You you've had um, you mostly are ha- have had scenes with uh, uh, Liv, but I mean, you did get a, a scene with Evan, and like last week we had one with um, with Blaine, which was very scary. I was like, "Get out of there, Eva!" Oh my God, is he not fantastic? Is oh. David not fantastic? I really hope to get him on the show because I'm a huge fan from Aliens. Uh, even yeah, uh, and I'm a huge fan from Heroes. Amazing. Yes. And yes. when I found out he was not British, I lost my mind. I was convinced he was, he was like, I think he's from Portland or something. And, but (laughs) the thing about this cast is they're all so talented and they're so effortless in what they do. Like they all have like major, major is actually a really hard role. And he just, I mean, the, the quip, the, everyone is so fast with their quips and they just, you Mm -hmm. know, boom, everything's fast and funny and furious. And it's just, they're effortless. It's just, they make everything look effortless mm-hmm. and um just really yeah, talented it's, it's really really t- it's great we're like we're halfway through the season and like everybody just seems so much more comfortable than it was like it, it's not i mean it was great from the beginning i but it just seems to be getting better uh, and yeah. better and better and 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 live is that character is just so i don't know rose is doing a really great job and mm-hmm. and she's in almost every scene yeah. i cannot imagine her workload and then she has to learn other stuff. Wait, how did she learn? Was it Bulgarian? What the heck? Romanian. Romanian? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? When did she do that? And she sounded great. I mean, I'm not Romanian, but I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then she has to learn, you know, Kung Fu. And she, I mean, she has to learn all this stuff aside from, you know, what's the task at hand at like acting the scene. I and mean, so, I don't know. I have a tremendous amount of respect for her. And I think she's a terrific actress. Oh, yeah, we do too. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, she's playing this role. And then there's there's another layer on top of it right. where, yeah. Like one of my favorite things is when she ate the daredevil. Well, I called it mm-hmm. the daredevil, but um, the woman who dies in the parachute thing. Yeah. And and so she's got this life, and she's like on the bike, and she's like full of. Lo- I mean, that was that was heartbreaking. I thought that was really heartbreaking. Yeah, I felt like we didn't talk about that enough. I mean, on the podcast at least, it, the, it, the fact that she was she was paying tribute to her friend a lot on top. Oh of, yeah. You know, yeah. solving the crime, yeah, and that was really, really a different thing to see to see her eulogize, you know, rather than just you know try to figure out who the killer yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Um, so we're doing really good in the ratings. I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm certain we're going to have a second season. I, it, we have a point seven, um, which uh, you know is good for these days. <laughs> But yeah, um, uh, yeah, I know. But, <laughs> it's so weird. So, I mean, looking back uh, at ratings from like ten years ago, you're like, how? 
who, how many people watch? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you know, the lowest rated show would be like, you know, 5 million viewers where you'd be really happy to get two nowadays. It's amazing. <laughs> so, it's, wow. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's going to come back, but you know, that's me praying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel certain. <laughs> I feel very sure. Yeah, like I said to Raul, we're going to have a big party May 14th on the podcast. If, when it, when it's when they announce on, in the CW upfronts okay. um, that it's renewed, yeah. it's just going to be. Well, they've just got a lot of really great party. shows. It's it's crazy. They're, I don't think they have a single show that's failing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was I was I was worried starting off this podcast. You know, getting getting all excited about the show, and then they renewed like every single show. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, are they gonna have room? They're not gonna, I know. What are they gonna do with? It? Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, I know. Plenty. Um. All right. So we probably uh, we have maybe like uh, thirty minutes left. So I really want to dig into this episode a little bit. Sure. Um. The, first, let's just talk about like the the case of the week, the case of Emily Sparrow. Um. Which you know, um, being a Game of Thrones fan, we had a we had the High Sparrow and the Sparrows. In, in that episode, and then we're all these sparrows in this episode. It was, uh, and then I was like, "Where do I? Where have I heard the name Emily Sparrow before?" And I think I was getting it mixed up with uh, um, Roberta Sparrow from uh, Donnie Darko. I, I was just, I don't know. I guess my name's Robin. Bird names. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I got stuck on that, but um, so Emily kidnapped, um, leaving a party after a fight with her boyfriend Dylan, and uh, she ends up getting um, Kimmy Schmidted. Is that the <laughs> terminology? What is it called? Uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. She got Kimmy Schmidted. Oh, or, uh, uh, have you seen that show yet? No. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I haven't seen it yet. But yes. Okay. But you are kind of you are kind of uh, familiar with the situation. Uh, uh, again, dipping into your IMDb, and uh, you were in Red State. Uh, oh yeah, playing. I think uh, was were you the wife of John Goodman in yeah, that movie? Yeah, I, I was barely in in it. Yeah, it said uncredited, in the- but really good performances in that. That's a really great mm-hmm. movie. That's a really, really scary, is. scary movie. Yeah, mm, yeah. You know, in a way that is psychological, not. You know, but I mean, to me, it was, I mean, that preacher, wow, holy, but I mean, wow. And one of the best closing lines of any movie, (laughs) just uh, Kevin Smith saying, you know, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) And and credits. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, one of my, uh, podcasts before was a, uh, six feet under rewatch podcast called Fisher cast. And, um, you were on the episode tears, bone and desire, I think as a sister wife, I was a sister wife. Yeah. Yeah. I was a sister wife and, and we had lice, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't remember yeah, this episode. Right. Uh, well, um, yeah, I think the, the, the big daddy died and you know, everybody was coming to, oh. uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And and well, and we infected we infected the fishers with lice. <laughs> <laughs> uh I loved that show. I, uh, uh that that, that is the greatest finale of a show ever. Oh, so good. ever. I've never cried as hard. Never never better use of music. Never be- I mean that 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 song oh. just destroys me anytime. I, I, I truly to it, it it does me too. It totally destroys me also. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, okay. So anyway, uh, uh, I zombie. Okay. So yes, she yes. gets, um, she oh, escapes, <laughs> she escapes, uh, teenagers yes, find yes. her or not find her. She mm-hmm. finds them. And then, um, yeah. So, so 
Yeah, I mean, when, when, when we basically, it turns into a, a kind of a red state kind of thing when, uh, you know, Clive and Liv drive up and immediately um, the uh, the killer, the, the the big daddy of the family. Yeah, starts shooting. Um, Mar- Mark Shepard. And he's named Mark Shepard, which is hysterical to me because, I mean, Mark Shepard is, is a very well-known character actor. Um, right now is on Supernatural as Crowley, so. Oh, maybe um, that was a little... I don't know if that was a, a nod to him or not. But, <laughs> um, but uh, and then his wife, the animal control person, Margot Littlefield, who immediately just stuck out to me as, uh, as somebody from Fargo. That's what I was thinking. She's doing a little Marge Gunderson there. Yeah, yeah. But I thought or, she was or, really or, good. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh no, really she funny. was. Yeah. I just wondered if she was directed to be kind of like, um, was it Marge in the TV series? The TV series version of Marge Gunderson. Well, that was, that, a different, show? that was a different character. I mean, yes, yeah. it was sort of a, ta- but I, th- her name wasn't Marge. I think yeah, it was, yeah. it's something, uh, I forget what her name is, but you know, very funny. I thought she was really funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Liv and Clive get a new nickname, uh, Detectives Ebony and Ivory. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, when we first got that uh, character walking up and having some funny remark about Liv's appearance, I, I thought it was rude. But now I find it oddly comforting to have this in every episode. <laughs> I do too because you, we have to, you have to acknowledge on some level that this woman does not look normal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if we if we just pretend she looks normal, then then she, it's, then we're nuts. You know, she yeah, does I, not I, look I okay. Her, I love her look though, and I'd hate for the the, the the show to take a direction where she has to dye her hair to look normal. Well, she won't. Whatever. I mean, that's the whole thing. She embraces who she is, as opposed to mm-hmm. all the other zombies. She embraces it. She embraces it. But if she has to, like, hide or whatever. I mean, if she does have to do it, I hope it's only for, like, a couple episodes. I know. It's a great look. And she's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's beautiful dead. She's beautiful live. <laughs> she's beautiful. Beautiful as Beetlejuice, uh, as oh, God, uh, yeah. Dylan that's, calls that's her. That's right. <laughs> yeah. This is another great guest spot. Chad Rook, who is uh, the weather wizard from the CW's The Flash, that pilot, um, guesting on here. Yeah, he was very Dylan. good. Yeah, it's, it was funny. I was like, am I with this guy or am I not? I mean, I'd feel terrible if uh, my girlfriend who's pregnant, who uh, disappeared and I got accused by everybody. Well, that, the, yeah. uh, when a pregnant woman dies, like the number one suspect is her, the father of the baby or her significant other or whatever, because mm-hmm. that's who she's in most danger from. But wasn't he in jail? Was he in jail? I wasn't sure about that. He was in jail, like, uh, so that he wasn't oh, okay. a suspect. Ah, okay, so he was immediately blamed for it. He was he uh. was in jail for the kidnapping. I think uh, he, they believed. You know, when she disappeared, I think wasn't he accused? Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure if it was just in the press or by the police, and and I, I didn't think he got locked up, but I guess maybe he did. Oh, I thought he was locked up because I think when you see him in the uh, inter- interrogation room, he's in chains. Ah, uh, okay, maybe it's that. Maybe I should watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I should be the expert here. Well, maybe you should be the expert. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he's great. And again, I was like, am I with this guy? Like he, if he was locked up? Yeah, totally. If I was 
locked up for for a crime I didn't commit, and everybody you know thought I murdered this girl. And but then again, he was kind of a kind of a dick. Oh, he's <laughs> he's a horrible human being. He's yeah. smug. He's horrible. He's no. Yeah, he's, you, you should not be with to, him. Yeah, you don't want to see this baby go home with this young man. Mm-mm. Yeah. Especially since he's going to use the baby to yeah, for a reality show. The reality yeah. show, yeah. <laughs> A uh, smug guy and a baby coming to life. <laughs> exactly. I know he's a hideous human being <laughs> and should go back to jail, but he doesn't because he's not guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was glad to see him turn around and I was glad, you know, we had uh, Liv have this kind of moment with him, even though he was just like, fine, got what you want and walked away. You know, uh, this kind of brings me into the next uh the topic, which is uh, uh, Liv's uh, maternal instincts from eating that brain and having that connection with the baby was so touching. I mean, as a parent, it even worse for me because I'm like, oh, baby. Um, but yeah, I love how she's always she's always on guard. She's always nearby this child. And again, this is another she's doing it for this mother, you know, yeah. who. Uh, yeah, I, feel, I yeah, I thought it was really I think I too think it was touching and I think it's really sad. So, the, yeah. so she's so the, an essence of this dead woman is with her even though see I keep thinking that it's an es- it's not. It's just she gets some of the qualities of the person from the brain, um, but I keep thinking mm-hmm. that she's like she's getting some of the spirit, but the, but that's not it. That's not it. She just right. gets some of the person's personality and traits and um which uh, memories memories uh, yeah. oh that's one of my favorite things about the show is uh the blinks when she has the visions and yeah. the blinking <laughs> i love the blinking <laughs> oh when it when when it when it comes out of it and she's no no when she's when she, when when they go into her vision it's mm-hmm. like you're What's looking at to spark oh, right. her memory and she has no no vision. when she's looking and and you and as the camera the camera blinks as if it's oh, okay. her blinking yeah. do you know yeah. what i mean mhm I love that. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, I love the visions. I mean, I've seen, I've seen several shows with visions being done this this way or that way, and um, yeah, the show does it really well. I, I like that. And it, it was actually, I'm just, sorry, I'm just like, uh, I'm thinking about what your thoughts were, maybe approaching this um, whole series. I was struggling with the, almost the morality at the beginning of this uh, TV show of eating. Uh, a victim's brain. I mean, defiling the corpse, you know, <laughs> um, in order to solve a crime. I mean, it, it's funny. It took me a couple of weeks to be like, all right, all right. I, I, I think I'm good with this. I mean, I guess, I don't know. Um, where, where did you fall with this? I, uh, kind of like, this is weird or, well, I mean, it serves a purpose, but <laughs> well, I mean, she is a zombie. So, I mean, there's that yeah. whole thing, but, um, into this, I'm going to get in trouble for this, but you know, um, <laughs> I sort of studied the Donner Party, and I th- I think Uh-oh. there's there in extreme situations, and I think her being a zombie is an extreme situation. People mm-hmm. uh, can do anything in order to survive, and I don't think they should be judged for it. So I didn't even so cannibalism and stuff like that. I I, I most people would be horrified, and I'm like, no, I, I get it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know why I get it, but somehow I understand. So, yeah, the in thing- certain in certain situations, social norms take a backseat to yeah. your needs. In the worlds of zombies, yeah. <laughs> and I know that some people just the mere thought of cannibalism really it really repulses them. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it, it didn't. I mean, obviously, it's gross to watch her eat these brains. I'm not, but but I had no moral thing about it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, 
So, so it's great. The uh, the maternal instinct st- kicks in. We get a lot of funny moments or fixing like uh, Robbie's hair, yeah, or, yeah. Like, cleaning Clive's tie. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, you know that thing where you lick your finger to get uh, something off of somebody's. I mean, I do that, and just like she did, she stops and goes, "What am I doing? Am I an animal?" I mean, because I feel like when I do that to my child, I feel like. I'm like a monkey delousing. Yes, exactly. It, it, it's <laughs> offspring. Yeah, so funny. And yeah, and my favorite is with uh, with Nick with um, Evan when she's with Evan. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, <laughs> that was a funny one. And um, I, I also with Ravi where she was like, "Are are you hungry? I mean, are you kidding? Are you- <laughs> I know she, she can't <laughs> she let it go. She just it. can't let it go. I just love that." Yeah, because that's what moms do. We feed and we want to make sure everybody, you know, has enough to eat and is eating right. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything's okay and everything's all right. And mm-hmm. are you sure you're okay? Are you sure? Yeah. It's very funny. And so meanwhile, Eva is doing the worst thing ever, which is sending her child oh into the zombie den. Oh, my. When I read that. Into Sweeney Todd's. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I was, I just went, wow. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Cause all of our, all of our, this, it's setting all of the characters up to converge. Mm. Yeah. On some, yes. Yeah. So, oh gosh, I'm not going to ask you about what's ahead, but <laughs> yep. I'm hoping everything will be all right. I don't know. <laughs> so can we ask you, will we see you from this point on, will we see you again this season? I think you can ask me that. And the answer is yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. I'm in the opening scene of next episode. I'm being eaten. <laughs> right. <laughs> you will see a lot of me, but I will see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think uh, I can say that. Yeah. So, okay. So the uh, zombie uh, mythology kind of gets blown open here a bit. We have, uh, we have Suzuki. I love um, that. Taking on. Yeah, oh, I my love gosh. that. And I love the way, this is going back, but uh, I love the way Lowell looked at her, like in the beginning. He was like looking mm-hmm. at her, and, and I, I had not read that episode because I'm not in it. Yeah. And and I, I was like, why is he looking at her like that? Why is, I went, oh, is he a zombie? Like, I, I don't know. I kind of guessed. And then Suzuki, Suzuki, because you've seen him before, he must have suspected, but the bullet proved it. I mean, he must have suspected before this particular episode that she was a zombie. Anyone who's a zombie yeah. would look at her and go, I'm pretty sure she's a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> You're one of us, right? Yeah. And then, and then when she gets hit, it just confirms it. And mm. But, you know, the kicker, you know, is that all the boys that have been uh, or all the people that are missing end up on those people's land. Yeah. yeah. That's so disturbing to me when uh, in a story, people of authority are in or, mm-hmm. um, you know, oh, I just can't stand it. It was, it was funny how, like, um, the we had a, a big uh, Avengers promotion during uh, iZombie this week. Uh-huh. And this is the episode where um, Suzuki ends up ripping a, a fridge door off and using it as, like, a shield. <laughs> I thought <laughs> like that was Captain so America. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a really great character. I, I, I think he's a really interesting actor. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, and then you find out that he, obviously he's in on it all. And uh... mm. yeah, so at first I was like, I was thinking, 
Uh, okay, so maybe, I mean, he's either doing cover-ups and helping missing persons or just big police cover-up, or um, he's just had a zombie rage and um, killed these people uh, because they deserve to die in his way. I don't know. But then all of a sudden when they say, oh, we found all these teenagers on their property, it's like, oh, yeah, it is one big old conspiracy. It's one bit, yeah, and I, because mm-hmm. I only know the episodes that I'm in, and I have no idea how big this is. Mm-hmm. But it's, everyone's got to be working for one guy, right? Yeah, and see, your mind immediately goes to Blaine, but I'm almost thinking there's somebody. I almost think there's Blaine. some. It's got to be someone over Blaine. Or is Suzuki the guy in charge? Or, mm, I don't, I don't think know. so. He's just a lieutenant. So. I, th- I think so. I don't know. I don't know. Is, I don't know. Is there a chief zombie? I don't know. But yeah, like when he kills her, it's like, what, dude? What? You, yeah. you had her. <laughs> I mean, even yeah. for. But that's when you like. So the only good zombie. And, or two good zombies potentially are mm-hmm. Lowell and uh, Liv. So everyone else is just horrible human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Zuki had to kill the animal control woman so he could create the narrative he needed yeah, I, to uh, cover everything. Yeah, no, you're right. I, yeah, 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 yeah because still, they could have I, denied it, but that wouldn't have, right? And you say Lowell is good. Uh, <laughs> I am, uh, I'm clinging on to my theory that he's not he's good. Probably. He's, oh, he just gets more and more endearing every episode yeah, that goes by. That, that whole sequence where they had the little date night. Yeah. That, I rewound that and watched it five times. That was precious <laughs> because there was no tension. There was no none of that sexual tension, that sexual, uh, the problems they had. It was just two friends hanging out bonding yeah. and getting close and it was just delightful yeah it was, it was really sweet i thought uh, it, and and how and when did she get to do that mm-hmm. never yeah i mean even with raul yeah. i mean she's in i mean ravi she's i mean she's in uh it's a work mode i mean it's not she's not hanging with ravi so she never no. gets to totally let her guard down this is the first time she's ever to really let her guard down and let her guard down in a way that wasn't even I mean in completely so it wasn't even sexual so there was no none of that she didn't have to deal right. with any of that it was just completely like I can totally be who I am yeah yeah see yeah I mean if it is a con it is it is a really good con because you know he he could he could play it a little bit more slyer, but he seems to be opening up even more. Yeah. Is that the con? I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's a good guy. And the pic, when they were showing each other, uh, when they were old pictures, but the picture yeah. with the long hair and the guitar, that so cracked fun. me up. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. There was actually some news uh, about uh, Bradley James uh, that was revealed. Uh, the new show, Damien, is now going to be on A&E, not on Lifetime. So. Oh. Check that out. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that because, yeah, I like the omen. Yeah. I, that stuff scares me. I mean, it scares me too. (laughs) I mean, demonic possession. That's the, uh, that I remember I read the exorcist when I was like 13 years old and the lights Uh. went out when I was reading it and I was raised Catholic. So I was convinced that the reason the lights were went out is because I was going to be possessed (laughs) and I was next. So were were you? Or? Um, yes, and, and so far it's going well. But uh, I, I've, I've never seen The Exorcist. I will never see that movie. No. no. Oh wow. 
Yeah, I've only seen it maybe once. Maybe, maybe probably another time during like a Halloween movie session. But I, 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 you can't just sit down with that movie and you know for funsies. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of movies, uh, I like how Lowell was seeing uh, Zombieland in a, in a new place. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. These guys. Yeah. Who cares about their twinkies? It's <laughs> so funny. They're killing us all. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Oh, the um. We had a major and uh, Julian confrontation. Another one, a uh, little less bloody this time. By the way, major is healing quite nicely. Uh, I know he got. Yeah. He is healing nicely. Uh, but in the yeah. end of the episode, it's very. I mean, it's funny, but you know, but you know, who's what's going to happen in jail? I don't know, but it's pretty funny. That was a pretty funny shot. Yeah. Again, it's like. Um, is it because he was talking bad about the police in the newspapers that they put guys in this cell with him? Or is this a part of the conspiracy as well? Like, let's beat this guy up because he's against us and we're zombies and it's a big conspiracy. I don't know. Well, mm. how much is the police force is actually zombies? I would say very little. Yeah. So I, I think it seems it was, like everybody's turning up zombies. I days. think the reaction was <laughs> to um, uh, giving information to the, the um the reporter putting the mm-hmm. in a bad light, putting the the um, force in a bad light. That's what that's what I think. But but it could be uh, Suzuki doing something. But I don't. Mm. I don't think there's a. I I like to think Suzuki's working alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you think that's that's retarded? Uh, no, but, but it's plausible. But um, you know, I was thinking about like when the cops were uh, arresting Major and they were interrogating Julian about this. Uh, "Quote unquote," Cab's brain in his car, and he just gives them this card that says "Meet Cute" on it, and his name Julian Dupont. And uh, I mean, you know, that card either said, "Oh, well, he's into gourmet meats. This is actually a real, just a gourmet thing, kind of weird, but we'll let it go." Or it was, "Oh, Meat Cute. Uh, yeah, we better not touch this guy. We better take care of this guy that's harassing him." Oh. I don't know how to how, how to read that. It's, oh, I took I it as he's, he's works for. A, I you you read more into it than I. I don't think I'm as smart as you. <laughs> I I have to think about it more. I, I well maybe you have to think. I don't know well, who should think about this more: the person in the show or the person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that these arrested police officers were zombies or new or or working. uh, I didn't think that they were doing what Suzuki is telling them to do. I, but now with Major being in jail, I'm afraid of what might happen to him later. But I don't. But I think he was arrested for the leaking the information to the report. Yeah, that's what I think also. Yeah, I love the little cheeky wink that uh, oh. Julian gives to Major. <laughs> oh, I know. I want to go. Did you see that? Did you see that, officers? Did you see it? Did you see the wink? Yeah, <laughs> that was great. And yeah, I, I was I was initially uh, upset because we've got some punny business names uh, that have been hilarious. But I mean, the reporter's working for the Seattle Observer, which really isn't punny at all. <laughs> but then I noticed that. Um, uh, Julian was going into a tanning salon, and the tanning salon was named Tan Gentle. <laughs> oh, that's funny. See, all that stuff. Meet Cute. I mean, uh, by David Anders had to tell me what Meet Cute meant. Was, you know, meet cute. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you mean. He's like, it's it's a saying. It's like, you know, and I like, I think he spent about a half hour trying to tell me what it meant. 
I still didn't really get it. So, uh, I mean, yeah, this stuff is, the show is filled with all this stuff that are, are really funny things or chuckles that just go past so fast that it, that's one of the things that's so great about Rob and Diane is that they don't dumb mm-hmm. anything down for anybody. And you're either right. on the train and you're moving as fast as the train is going or you're not and too bad. I just almost think of it as like little, little tiny little uh, gifts or Easter eggs or whatever that they're just constantly throwing at yeah. us, and it, it just tickles me every single time. I'm like writing it down. Look, oh my god, tangential. That was hilarious. <laughs> you know? Let's talk about this. Yeah, the show. that's right up Robin's alley. The pun. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, I guess there's really not much else to talk about except for that amazing uh, experiment gone wrong. Oh, God. Um, is it going wrong or is it going right? I don't know. Uh, see, I'm, I, I pause and rewound, pause and rewound. And it's like there was one, there was one big zombie rat. Yeah. And he killed a lot of other rats. There was a rat that got free and was trying to get away. To okay, the- this is what... Yeah. I think it was the control rat was the rat trying to get out. Hmm. And I think that E, the 40% utopium, 60% rage, Max Rager, was the zombie rat eating B, C, and D, the brains. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think you're right. God, you're good. I made notes. <laughs> I think, I, yeah, but, I, but is, was the rat trying to get away or was that red d- rat dead on the floor? There was a rat by by the door right. that was kind of trying to paw its way. Oh, so he was still alive? Yeah, and he'd not turned white, so I was I imagine that he was um he was A, he was the one that was only getting water and sugar. Oh, wow. I I uh I, I I thought he was dead too. So he was actually moving. Okay, so he's trying to get away mm-hmm. and the rest of them have been eaten by the zombie. Yeah. yeah. It's you know, like, like, oh, it's so cute. He's eating. Oh, he's eating. Oh, he's eating. Oh, he's eating the brains. <laughs> yeah. See, well, well, Liv was petting the rat and uh, earlier in the episode, and I was like, "Get that thing off you! That's a rat." <laughs> so I, th- but, uh, I thought that was also really funny. But it also occurred to me <laughs> that um, that was the first time that I went, "Wait a minute! These people aren't corners. These are actors handling these rats." <laughs> Ah. <laughs> I was like, did they? Ha- I don't know if they had any problem with that or not. It looked like they didn't. Mm, no, I mean, you know, if you got to work with, uh, um, you know, nine or ten golden retrievers, you know, sometimes you have to work with, uh, you know, nine or ten rats. <laughs> I was, <laughs> and I won't tell my daughter it was nine or ten yeah, golden retrievers. Don't. It was just one. Don't. Okay, <laughs> there is only one, Airbud. Um. We have to play this game. Oh, what was we that We have stuff? to play Do Dump or Date, I Zombie Edition. Ooh, Do Dump or Date. Yeah, so Molly, Clive Major or Ravi, Do Dump or Date. <laughs> I have to tell well, you. We're just talking about the, uh, the, the characters now. We don't, yeah, we don't have to worry about Yeah, not the actors. <laughs> yeah, who would you do, who would you dump, and who would you date? Oh, wow. Um, it's so hard because they're such great characters. Well, yeah. I, I like Major, but it's, I mean, I love that actor. But he's not my speed. I would do, mm-hmm. I would, it's going to seem odd. I would dump Major. I would do Ravi. I would date Malcolm. Okay. Interesting. I, I see. I but then eventually I would, I would dump Malcolm because I wouldn't be able to, I would be too worried about him all the time being a cop. <laughs> see, I would. I would do. Uh, I think I would do Clive. <laughs> oh, not, not I'm Clive, I not would, Malcolm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This is all recorded. Okay. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I would do Clive. I would dump uh, Major, and I would date uh, Robbie because I know we would uh, nerd out together. <laughs> now, why would you dump Major? <laughs> I this Major's not faring well in this. He's uh, he's intimidating. <laughs> he's look at those abs. I would be like, I I I'm not good enough for this. But then again, then I'm saying I'm good enough for the other two. Ah, uh, like it's. This is quite the snafu you're throwing us into stuff. What is your opinion? I don't know. I, because to date... <laughs> no, you can't major, get out of this. Well, we already did it. To date Major is too obvious because okay. he's so perfect. But I, right. I guess I would have to date Major. Okay. I would... Yay, finally Major. I would do Ravi, dump Clive, and date Major. Why would you dump Clive? Right. I don't know because... I don't know because he's... See, there's not it's a hard. doubleable person. He's a workaholic. This group. I mean, I would I would eventually probably go crawling back to Major <laughs> and ask for his forgiveness. But but he's he's in, he's a little intense and he's a little perfect and he he's a little too beautiful and and I don't like not being as beautiful as my partner. So I always try to pick people who are not as good looking. Mm. That's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, well, I'm glad we got this all cleared up. Thanks, Steph. Uh, <laughs> um, I, the only other things I really needed to talk about, I think, was uh, the fact that the show is addressing something that I've seen in plenty of reviews that are, like, very nitpicky. Uh, why does everybody get to walk right into the... The oh, coroner's office? More The coroner's office. And they actually say in this episode, oh, that ID card reader oh. had to be fixed. <laughs> oh, so. I didn't know that's what the... I thought that was... Uh, no, I'm not sure if it was a response because okay. I'm I sure it was, it was filmed. I addressing the major... Um, the major. Addressing the Blaine storyline. Well, with- in the story it was, I'm sure, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was too. But it was kind of like a nice, like, see, we thought of that too. Stop. I know, I know. It's like anyone can go in. Hey, what's going on? What's yeah? I know. It's, it's, yeah, Norm. You know, <laughs> anybody go up there. <laughs> it's funny. Well, yes, they did address it, but yeah, that was because Blaine showed up. That was one of my favorite moments when he he, he rises from that um, the gurney. I was like, that's the second episode or third episode when Blaine just you know. Oh yes. Up. Oh brother, can you spare brain? Yeah. Oh yes, great entrance. So great. <laughs> Okay, um, Steph, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? No, I just wanted to talk about Evan's quote. Uh, is this a bit? Oh, please. <laughs> oh, and and I was just, when I was your age, we valued hard work. And he said, yeah, back in the, the, the hard, hard scrabble. Full year years of, of WWOD or something like that. The odd four. I know. That's, I think that's singularly like a hilarious line. <laughs> yeah. Hard scrabble years of. 2000, wait, what, two, Alt what is, four. Alt four, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the CD-ROMs that needed burning. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. yeah Such a fun show. Any quotes this episode. Um, I do have, uh, we did put it out to our listeners that you'd be on, and didn't get too much of a reaction, so I had <laughs> to openly scold our listeners for, <laughs> uh, too much of a, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Um, but Marissa actually uh, asked in our Facebook uh, page, she says, um, I love sci-fi, but I'm not a fan of zombie shows. So when I heard Rob Thomas's new show was iZombie, I thought, well, there's something I'll never watch. But 
when I heard more about the tone of the show, I decided to give it a try, and I've been really enjoying it. And she asked you, Molly, what was your reaction when you heard about the show, and has that reaction changed since getting your part and working on the show? No, because I I knew who Rob. T- I mean, I didn't know him personally, but I knew who he was, yeah. and so no, my uh, my it has never changed. <laughs> it's it's still a uh, total excitement and awe that I get to be in this. Because he and Diane, I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, he, his sense of humor, just, I love his sense of humor. It's so quick. It's so dry. It's so is pervasive in everything he does. And I love the characters that he's created in the past. And, and I love the characters he's created in this. And, and, um, I know I'm, I'm, no, I was thrilled then. I'm thrilled now. And I hope to, I hope I'm thrilled coming up. I think that was like my reaction at first too. I was like, first I was like, oh, another zombie, Rob Thomas. Oh, yeah, okay, like, I'm watching. The, like the zombie thing meant nothing to me. All that meant anything to me was Rob Thomas. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't know anything about zombies at all. Um, I was not not a not a watcher of The Walking Dead or any of the other countless shows that are um, no warm bodies. Not no, not really. I mean, nothing against those shows. It's just not those. And I watch a lot of TV, but that's that's not my thing. I, I also right? don't like being scared. I, oh, I right, really right. hate being scared. <laughs> um, so you didn't you didn't find yourself doing any sort of prep for this role by like I need to watch some zombie things, get ca- caught up on the zombie culture. Well, actually, I did uh, go to Wikipedia. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> And I did, I did a little research on zombies, but that wasn't that was it because I didn't understand the brain thing. I'm like, what's with the brains? And so I was like, oh, they eat brains to survive. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, I got. Yeah, and it's almost like they're 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 this show is kind of playing with those rules anyway. They're making up their own kind of thing, yeah. you know, where you're known as zombies are usually ones who are like you know moaning brains in any horror movie. Um, you know, now we have the whole personality being absorbed and all that. That was, it's great. And, uh, you know, of course getting that from the comic as well. Um, well, what um, was the, oh, what's the first sort of zombie movie? Is that night of the living dead? Is that the black and white one? Yes. I mean, that's your traditional slow walking zombies. Yeah. That, is, that I yet. saw, I did see that. And, and the tension of them being holed up in that house. I was like, I don't, I, it, it scared me. I was like, I'm, I'm done. I saw that, whatever, 10, 20 years ago, whenever I saw it. I was like, okay, okay, I gotcha. Um, okay, we have another piece of feedback here. These are all just our regular feedbacks, but uh, feel free to respond to them. And I'm sure our listeners will be like, oh, gosh, Molly Hagen was on the show and I wrote in. Okay, um, so this is Heidi. Um, she's actually guested on here before. Um, she has a podcast uh, that covers uh, Veronica Mars. So, oh. um, big fan of Rob. Um, she says, hey, guys, when Emily stumbled out of the woods, I thought, oh, no, a zombie. Uh, of course, The Walking Dead is me that way. Then I was like, oh, yeah, it might actually be a zombie, but it wasn't. Okay, Heidi. Uh, she goes on to say, Emily's mother is from Stargate SG-1. Yes. Yeah, never seen that. You haven't? Um, oh, my God. Okay. Uh, it's a big commitment. That's like 10 seasons. Well, okay, but, I mean, you know, you don't have to watch it. I mean, yeah, Annie, she's wa- she's so. wonderful in it. And she's brunette mm. in it. <laughs> Wow. Oh, so she was like a, a one of the main roles yes. or something? Or right? Oh, wow. Well, I've been schooled, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> um, Heidi goes on and says, I can't remember if we had confirmation on this yet, but apparently all zombies take on characteristics of the person's brain they eat since Lowell was very scientific in this episode and also gay. 
Um, she says, um, Mom Liv, oh, that's you. Mom Liv is very caring, but not much fun, at least according to her brother. Every time she visits the hospital, I'm worried she's going to try and take the baby. Oh, I see. She's talking about Liv. Liv. Yeah. With, ah. Okay. Um, this is seriously twisted murder abduction case. I knew the female animal control officer was suspicious. Major found a brain in Tupperware. That was funnier than it should have been, I think. And great cover-up, by the way. The zombie even has a card to justify transporting a brain. Um, I love that Clive was all ready for a long stakeout, and they just start getting <laughs> shot. No, that was great. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually like that whole bit with the uh, don't eat powdered donuts while staking out a <laughs> Coke <laughs> den. Yeah, I love that. But I also, too, I mean, I read the script, but I also, too, when I yeah. watched it, I, I was like, when she came out of the woods, I was like, oh, oh my God, she's a zombie. And I went, I don't remember mm-hmm. that and because of the makeup. Right. And then, of course, she's not. But um, that uh, I think that was intentional. Yeah, they like faking us out. Yes. Uh, the, the, the most egregious was last week when, you know, we had Major on the slab with his eyes closed. That wasn't funny. <laughs> I'm still offended by that. Um, she goes on and says, I love that Clive... Oh, wait. She wrote that? Uh, and she goes, I was really uh, rooting for Liv to go full zombie mode and eat that punk who is the baby's father right there in the police station. Wow. Um, so did some of Robbie's rats die and one became a zombie or did the zombie one eat all the others? I was confused by the ending. Still loving the show and the podcast, Heidi. Yeah, Heidi, um, I'm hoping Robbie will clear up like which which rat it was? I guess it it, it seems like it was E, but right. I, I mean, that's why I said about the, this is a train, and you're either on it and you get it or you don't. And like I didn't, so I'm waiting for the next episode to figure it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like Game of Thrones. Uh, I, my boyfriend, he's he's like, I don't get it. I, what's going on now? Why are these people? I'm like, okay, if it's important, you'll understand. If it's not important, <laughs> yeah. you'll find out in the next episode. I mean, just go, just 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 be willing to be willing to not know. Just be yes. willing to not know. So I'm willing to not know what that ending was until the next. But episode. I feel yes, but I feel sure that uh, they will. Uh, First thing, they will clear it up next oh, episode. Yeah. They won't string it along too long. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I was with the X Files through nine seasons <laughs> and two movies. I am willing to <laughs> just be like, I. They're going to explain this eventually. <laughs> I'm still saying that today. Um, um, our last bit of feedback is from Moira. It's actually a voicemail. So here she is. Hey there, it's Myra. I really enjoyed this week's episode, uh, Maternity Live. I liked watching Clive and uh, Liv working together. They're, just, they're becoming quite seamless, quite a good little team. Love the mm. rapport between Liv and Ravi as well. They are just really funny together. Um, when she's asking him for boyfriend advice, it was that seems so funny. Speaking of boyfriends, glad he's still hanging around. That makes me happy. And I thought the whole uh, uh, sorry, honey, but I ate a gay brain storyline was actually rather amusing. <laughs> and the story of the week uh, interested me. It was neat to see Liv with this maternal instinct. The mom in me can so relate to um, our teenage children not always believing that we're actually trying to be helpful uh, when we're simply irritating them from their point of view. <laughs> so I <laughs> I can relate to that. And I think the most intriguing part really was when the um, 
the police boss's name, I can't think of his name, you know, Clive's boss, when he was on the scene and he instructed them all to wait until uh, he gave the signal before they came in, I thought right away, okay, he's going to use his zombie powers, uh, you know, for good. So I think maybe he's going to turn out to be a pretty good guy. I was a bit worried about which way he'd go. But um, he, I think, suspects Liv when he saw how little blood was coming out of the back of her calf. And he takes one look at her pale skin. Yeah, it's the old it takes one to know one. I mean, if the uh, musician boyfriend spotted her right away and realized what she was, I'm pretty sure the, the boss knows what she is, too. So... That's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. So oh, I really like this one. I'm going to give this a whopping nine and a half out of ten. God damn it! Everybody knows you place your baby on its back, <laughs> one side to sleep. Never on the tummy. Never, never on the tummy. All right. Till next time. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Maura. Yeah, this was an excellent episode. This was my favorite. Yeah. Favorite of the season. This is a great one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um. Yeah, she didn't quite catch the what Suzuki said at the no, end though, about not. the bodies. <laughs> she didn't quite catch him <laughs> killing her for no reason, and he yeah. didn't. Yeah, she didn't quite catch the. Uh, yeah, no, mm. no. She's kicking herself right now. She's so like, yeah, she's okay. like, oh, that's what it meant. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, that's everything that has to do with feedback, um, and uh, I think that's just about it. Um, well, we went a little long. I apologize, Molly. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, um, I just want, definitely want to have you give a, 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 maybe a plug out uh, where we can find you other than on iZombie, where, where folks can contact you or even just watch you on their TV screens or movie screens. Um. Well, uh, Twitter. My Twitter is uh, what is my Twitter? I think it's it's Molly Hagen, or is it yeah. Molly underscore Hagen, or is it? I think it's Molly. <laughs> I'm, I, you know what? I'm really good at self promotion, and uh, <laughs> I have a movie coming out, but I don't know in what platform, and that's going to be May 18th. I don't know if it's like for pay or whatever, but that's sort of a, like a little thriller thing, and that's called Cheater Cheater. And then I'm in the Zach Efron. I think I'm still in it. The Zach Efron film in August. That's uh, when um, we are your friends, and that's a that's a really good movie. I hope I'm not cut out because it's a really really good movie, and I had a great time on it. And um, awesome. and he is fantastic. Oh gosh! Uh, I mean, of course, I have a teenage daughter, so I went through all the High School Musical <laughs> movies with her. But he's really talented. I mean, he's, he's not really just great he's too. really, yeah. really talented actor. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he, anyway. So that's that's what I think I have coming up. Yeah, just uh, you know, please keep us in mind. We'll 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 be happy to retweet or repost anything. You guys are really wonderful. I think the only reason why I have any followers at all are because of you guys. So thank you. <laughs> No problem. Good job, no problem. Robin. Well, this is a fan <laughs> cast. We are, we're supposed to do this. This is our job. And uh, <laughs> and I enjoy it. So, <laughs> um, Seth, where, where can we find you on the, the web? Uh, at Steph Smith on Twitter, uh, potentialcast.com, our Buffy podcast, and hopefully coming back soon, Redemption Cast. Okay, and my other podcast is Defenders Podcast, which is uh, us covering the Marvel Netflix series Daredevil. Um, that's at dvmpe.com. Follow me on Twitter at LRobinero. Thank you for listening to the season one episode of the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph. Our podcast logo is designed by D. Sheehan. 
You can find her work at behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. We posted that link, as well as others, on our home on the web, eyesombiepodcast.com. There you'll find links to our Twitter and Facebook pages. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash eyesombiepodcast. Finally, send your feedback in to eyesombiepodcast at gmail.com. The Eye Zombie Podcast with Robin and Steph is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it all you like as long as you link it back to us. But please, do not change it or sell it or trade it for brains unless you're going to give us some. And remember, a mind is a terrible thing to taste.